Welcome to Define You Radio, the place to be for real talk and real tips to help you define your personal and professional life. Class is in session with your host, the Southern Belle of Bold, Valencia Griffin Wallace. Pens and papers ready. Class is now in session. Hello and welcome to the 2018 season of Define You Radio. I am your host, the Southern Belle of Bold, Valencia Griffin Wallace. Define You Radio is the place to be to get the life lesson strategies and more to help you define life on your own terms. That's the goal here. Make sure you are connected to all things Define You Radio and Define You Movement, where class is in session seven days a week. You can find out more at www.defineuradio.com. I want to welcome all new listeners and my old Season veteran listeners, I love you all and appreciate you guys taking time out of your day to spend with me and my guests. So make sure you subscribe and connect with the show, and you should be following us on Facebook anyway, and that's to find you radio. So with that being said, I'm really excited about today's show. If you have been following the show for a while. You've heard her. She's been on before. We've shared some of her music. She's beautiful, talented, wonderful. There's so many other words I could use, but that would be the whole show. And the goal here is for you to hear from the guest and not from me. So you guys know this series for, well, the series for this month, We're talking all about vision, and we're talking to different visionaries and different queens that have fulfilled the vision for their life. They've overcame different things and still overcoming. I think we all are in some way, shape, or form. But they're getting to that bigger picture. And the whole purpose of this is to help you guys to create your bigger picture and to see that the bigger picture is possible. But guess what? You're going to go through some stuff along the way, but it's possible for you to get there. So we are joined by Queen Shannon Shadon Ward. She is a singer, songwriter, motivational speaker, author, mother, daughter, friend, and counselor. She has so many, so many roles. You guys see why I love her. She could do all things. I love it. She's the take. <laughs> charge kind of girl who is determined to allow the God within to arise and live bold. And y'all know I love the word bold. So that being said, let's go ahead and welcome Shaydon to the show. Yay. Yay. Hi, Queen V. <laughs> hey, hon. How are you doing today? I am fabulous. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm glad to have you back on. It's always a great thing to have a, as I call, a Define You Radio alum or alumni. I don't know which is the proper terminology, but, it, you know, it's like we, we flow easier when you've been here before. So I'm so glad to have you back. Let's just kind of talk a little bit about your big announcement. So the big announcement is finally I have com- finished my book. It's, it's complete, and I am ready for release February 3rd. So what's the title of your book? The title is called Fly, um, My Journey Home. Fly stands for finally loving yourself. How, how long have you been writing the book? I'm always interested in people's process in, in writing. This was about, I want to say, the end of 2016, around November, December. So it, it took you a minute to, oh, to yeah. get it. Did you go through a journey while you were writing your journey? Oh, my God, did I? Did I? Um, <laughs> so <laughs> there were multiple journeys. It, it just wasn't one. It was multiple paths, multiple things happening while trying to write about the journey that got me to loving myself. Um, There were even journeys that tried to throw me off task or made me question that I really love myself as I said I did or as I'm grown to. So there were multiple, multiple journeys that were taking place, a lot of them all at the same time. 
So let's kind of rewind. Tell tell me about you growing up or you being at a point in your life where you didn't love yourself. I am like the middle child of 11 children, right smack down the middle, five older than me, five younger than me. And um, and I actually talked about this a little today. I actually, on my, my left side of my face, I have a birthmark. And growing up, you, you kind of go through some stuff because you look around and you're the only child of 11 with this. Right. Nobody else has this. Nobody else has any, any you know, anything on their face to, that would make them feel any different than the rest. Um, so, you know, growing up and, and going through school, being teased, being teased by siblings, these were things that, that cause self-image issues, self-confidence, self-love issues, all of those things. And so growing through, through all of those and then as you grow up and, you know, you, you go through some stuff and, and honestly a lot of stuff that I put myself through looking for love, looking for attention, looking for something that made me feel better than what I felt. And um, you come to a point sometime during that, that journey of doing all of that, it comes to a point where the God that is within that says, okay, it's enough. Uh, you, you know, you get to that point and, and God is like, no, this is, this is not who you are. This is not in, even in who I intended you to be. To be, I mean, we all know when God speaks, it is what it is. Right. You, you can, you know, you, you can run, you can hide, you can try to bury your face, you do whatever you want. Whatever you think is going to work for you, you do that. But however, if God says it, that's what that is. And so when God said it was enough, it was just that. That was enough. At that point of God telling me it was enough, he began to then show me me. And even still today, that's part of even stuff I pray because I'm not perfect. I'm still growing, still learning, still loving. And I still say, God, show me me. And showing me me, I begin to understand this is not what it looks like to love yourself. This is not, somebody loves themselves doesn't do this. Someone that loves themselves won't allow people to do this to them, won't allow anybody or everybody in their space that means them no good just to have people around you, just to have someone to say that, just, you know, to say that somebody loves me or somebody cares about me. And, you know, it, it took me through, like I said, looking at yourself, I don't know how many people have actually gone through it, but when you have to face you, that's, that's, that is like, to be honest, that in itself almost made me retreat and say, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to grow anymore. I don't care. This, I don't, you know, this is not, I shouldn't be looking at myself in this way. This, I don't want to see the ugly truths about me because it's good to see all the good stuff. It's good to see, well, you know, I'm a, I can sing, you know, I'm a mother. I can, it's, that's fine to see that. But now when you have to look at yourself and say, you know what, I absolutely am a liar. When you have to look at yourself and say, yeah, absolutely, yeah, I'm, a, I'm manipulative. You have to look at those things in order to heal from them. You can't keep covering it up. You, you, you won't, you're not allowed to cover that up. To now where you can say, well, I was that, but I am now, I, I, I am now truth. Everything that I do and say from here going forward is truth. Everything I do and say from here has the most honest intentions, has, you know, full intentions of developing and helping somebody else. You know, and now you get to that place, and that's, that's really what the self-love journey is about. I mean, I, you know, I, I get a lot of people saying, well, you know, and I love me, and, and I do this, and I do that, and, say, and I say to them, do you actually know who you are? Have you looked at yourself, all the ugly parts? All of the deep down stuff that you would rather ignore or say it really doesn't exist. Oh, no, I don't do that. You do. Oh, I wouldn't say that. You did. Without somebody else telling you, you need to be, you know, it, it's, it's a, listen, when I say it's a journey, it is a journey. It's, it's tedious. It's heartbreaking. It's nerve-wracking. It's, I mean, I honestly went through a stage of almost depression while going through it. But then I understood that that depression was just simply the three parts of, of the way God intended things to be. Because, see, there has to be a death, burial, and a resurrection. Mm. You know, just like the Messiah did, he, he, he had to die. So the part of me, who I thought I was, had to die. I had to, then I had to be buried. All of that old stuff, has, it's got to be it's dead, now it needs to be buried. And now I can be resurrected. 
as the person that I was intended to be, as the, the woman that God created to me, created for me to be. Now I can stand and say, this is, this is who I am now. This is who I was supposed to be from the very foundation of the world, but I couldn't get there because I, I, there were so many blocks. That to me, is, it, it, that is, is the journey itself. That is the journey. You know, everything you just said and you talked about really looking at yourself, and a lot of times it is better to be perfect. You know, we want to be perfect mm-hmm. and present like we're skipping through life and nothing bothers us and everything else, but I'll be the first to admit because I'll tell anybody, and <laughs> if you have any Valencia experience, you know, sometimes I could, you know, I'm not always a 100% nice person. Right. I shut down, you know, uh, and that's part of me that's growing. And mm-hmm. um, that's a that was a hard, because you never want to look at yourself as being the bad guy. You know, right. and true enough circumstances in, in life will put you almost in a defense mode. And mm-hmm. once you realize what it is, then you have to work on bettering that. You know, I say, you know, my patience, and my attitude and different things about me, that's a lifelong journey. Like, I know that's oh, going to yes. be. <laughs> Especially yes. when it comes to um, patience. Oh, um, yes. And I can easily excuse it away because it's easier to excuse why I'm impatient than to say, you know, Valencia, you're kind of an impatient person. Mm-hmm. But we all have flaws. and. And I respect that more, somebody saying, look, you know, like you said, you know, if you felt like you you manipulated people or whatever in the past, I respect that more than someone saying, you know, I grew up with a, a picket fence and a, and a dog and I've been perfect exactly. my whole life. Well, then you, to me, if your life has been perfect, then you should have been loved yourself all along. I mean, I, I agree 100%. And the thing even is about that is, like you said, Every day we're still growing, every day. You know, you can't just say, well, I love me. Oh, I've, I've taken a whole year. Somebody actually said this to me. I've taken a year off, and I've just gotten to the point where I love me. Now, no, baby, it doesn't stop. And it doesn't stop after a year. I'm right. sorry. You right. know, every day I have to fight me, like, and I have to check me every single right. day. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, you know, I mean, you know, I, 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 most people won't know this. Um, my siblings could probably say, yes, she will. but. Oh, I, and I have the slickest, slickest of mouths right. and, and would not care, you know, what I said to anybody. I didn't care. Like, why should I, in my mind, why should I care when nobody ever cared about what I felt? Mm. Why do I care about y'all? But growing through self-love, I had to understand in order to get love, I have to give it. I can't just expect somebody to love me. So, yeah, now, even today I still have to check myself and say, okay, wait, wait, don't even say that. Do not say that to them. Let them have that and you keep it moving, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a everyday, and it's a battle. It's not easy. Yes. Say it. <laughs> Say it. People don't understand. <laughs> you know, I make a joke out of it now, but sometimes I, I have to sit and with, with you know, with my homegirl and, and me and her talking. She's like, I don't know how you did it. I'm like, you know what, people don't even understand. They were on high alert and didn't realize it. <laughs> they, they don't even, they they don't even cold, know. <laughs> what is it, code, code red or... You know, how yes. when we have the terrorist um, right. colors or whatever, yeah. <laughs> Real high alert. Like, it's, it's right there, and, and I could blow. But yeah. because of I know where I was and I know where I am and where God has brought me to, and I can see the vision of where I'm still going, you know, I have to bring it back and bring it back to me. Because one thing that I've learned is that we want to pray for God to move the mountain. Right. Or we want to pray for God to change the subject, the, the situation. And half the time God is saying, no, I just need to change how you, you react to the situation. Right. I'm not going to change that. I'm not going to move those people. I'm not going to make those people stop doing that. I need you to change your reaction to that. You are so, like, that is, was so perfectly <laughs> stated because I said that prayer. I've said mm. that, Lord, stop. <laughs> You know, Lord, you look, and this would how, how it would go, Lord, you know I'm trying, but just get, you know, take this person from this job, or I don't, you know, like it's so mm-hmm. many 
things. And one thing I realized, and somebody said this or I read it or something, that you will find yourself in the same situations over and over until you react to it right, until you do it right. And I found that to be true because I was wondering, like, why am I dealing with the, the same kind of people, the same type of, you know, BS? And, you know, even in relationships, why I keep drawing these kind of men to me? And, you know, like, and I realized I had to get it right. I couldn't, you know, verbally cut your throat and and slam the door. You know, I had to learn how to walk out like a lady. Even self-love, and I I love how you worded the book, My Journey Home, because it brings it all back to, to you, because it was your journey coming to your home, meaning where you were supposed to be originally. What's some of the obstacles a mountain you had to move or or something you just had to learn how to deal with because it wasn't going anywhere to help you get to the point where you loved yourself, if that makes sense? It, it makes a lot of sense. Um, there was actually a couple of them. Um, a lot of them were external. They were. Their, um, aside from the birth market was, you know, I didn't have the right grade of hair. People with, with the nice curly, wavy hair or the long hair or, you know, you have cousins that run around you, you know, and they're mixed, of course. So, you know, they got this head full of thick hair, and so now you see yourself less than because you don't have that kind of hair. Um, you know, your body shape, your, 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 your body weight, you know, it, it's – you see – you know, all the other girls around you, all the girls in school, they're looking like this. They're getting the attention from the boys, and, and I, I don't get that. You know, I look like this is how I look. This is, you know, I have to dress like this. And, and, and one of the, it, it's crazy because one of the things was I was raised, born and raised in church, um, born and raised Pentecostal, old school Pentecostal. For anybody that knows, women don't wear pants. We don't do earrings. We don't do makeup, nothing. Right. And to be honest, to be flat out honest, that was actually an issue for me as well. It was, it was, especially growing up as, as growing up, you a lot of things are, you know, and I have to tell my son this a lot of times, and he's nine, so I, I, I know that I'm going to have to keep saying it. But you feel excluded, you feel left out, you, you, you're made to feel different because of these stipulations. So yeah, you know, I have to go to gym class. So everybody else has on shorts. I can only wear a skirt. You know, I, I can't put on just regular shorts, so I have to. So now I'm, I'm different. I'm being teased at because of that. I'm being looked at because of that. And and of course, like you said earlier, the natural reaction is to retaliate. I want to defend right. myself. So there's always that. Um, you know, so it's, it, a lot of it was was really external. It, a lot of it was. Um, and then what happens with is when you have those external things. So there's the hair. There's the birthmark. There's the body shape, there's the, you know, the religious aspect of things. There's, you know, a, a lot of those things when, they, when you start to really let them fester, now it becomes an, an internal issue. They become internal. And inter- internally, now you're beating yourself up constantly. Right. You, you say to yourself the very same things that everybody else is saying to you. Mm. Everybody else says you're ugly, you tell yourself the same. Everybody else says, you know, well, you're, you're, you're just all skin and bones. You tell yourself the same thing. Everybody else tells you, oh, you got that nappy hair. You got that bad hair. So now you believe I have bad hair. Mm. You know, everybody else says, oh, that's the church girl. That's the holy roller. So now I'm the church girl. I'm the holy roller. So you tell yourself these things, but you're not telling yourself. And, 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 that, and some people say, well, it's not bad to be a church girl, but at that age, it most certainly right. was. Right. It most, it most certainly was because they would go out and have fun, and nobody would ever invite you. Right. Nobody would ever, you know, have you come to their, their parties or things of that nature. Why? Because, oh, he's a church girl. She can't go anyway. Mm. You, you know, she's just got to be in church. And for anybody listening, let me make sure I, I clear this up because I don't ever want anybody to think that I feel so, you know, that I'm still holding on to that because that's my foundation. Right. That's the very foundation of, of, of first of all, even getting God to begin to work on me and heal me. So without that foundation, I don't know that I'd be where I am right now. But growing up, I don't know that there's a foundation. I don't know that I'm going to get to this place right now I'm at my life. All I know is that all these things exclude me. 
So now I'm different, but not different in a manner that, that I can say I can embrace difference or, or uniqueness or my authenticity. I can't embrace those, and not in that sense. I'm different because now everybody excludes me. Everybody points out these things. And, and like I said, now that I've listened to them, I've now said them back to myself. So now it's become an internal issue. These are obstacles internally now that although part of my mind, and, and the way, this is how I always say consciousness is just God choosing to remain anonymous. So in my conscious, is telling me you're beautiful. You are beautifully and wonderfully made. But now those internal issues that, that stem from external says, why do you want to even try to believe that? Why, why look at yourself? Look at this is what everybody sees when they look at you. This is who everybody thinks of you. This is, this is all you'll ever be. You can't do that. I want, you know, I want to be this. You can't do that. You'll never do that. These are the things you tell yourself. I think I, could, I, think I, I might be able to, you know, I want, I want to sing. And, and it was crazy because um, even as I was getting older, before I even went through the journey, um, a guy was dating. I said, yeah, I want to sing. And he even told me at a point, he said, the only songs you can ever really probably sing would be gospel. Mm. And I said, well, why is that? He said, you don't have the right body for R&B. Wow. And at the time, in my mindset, I just took that and believed it. Right. I took that and said, well, you know, maybe he's right. You know, because I was, I was, I was open and susceptible to that kind of that kind of thing at that point because by then I had to, I've already beat myself down enough and right. and yeah you know he's right you know he's right and, and especially my mind he loves me so he's just telling me what's good for me mm-hmm. but <laughs> now here I am today and I say you know what I can sing whatever I want to sing right whether it be gospel R and B jazz rock and roll I mean whatever I want to do but at the point these are the you know I, I believe that I fed into that. And so it's, it's a, lot of, a lot of what happens is we take external things and they become internal, and now the healing process has nothing even to do with the external anymore. You know, it has nothing to do with that. It's all internal. It's all in how you see yourself and all in how you talk to yourself and all how you view yourself, how you care for yourself. Because the fact is, as I'm beating up myself, I'm no longer caring for myself. Right. So you know, from going from this little skinny girl in school to no longer caring about myself, I've now become, you know, down the years, yeah, I put on some weight and I might have gotten a little shape and that produced unwarranted attention, but warranted but, un- but unwarranted at the same time. And then as you get older, okay, now you put on extra weight because you just don't care. Right. And so, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's, it's really a really, really tricky slope it is. It's a tricky slope, and it's, you know, it, it, honestly, these are obstacles that, to, I'll tell you, to this day, I, I regret none of it. At this point in my life, I regret none of it because I know that all things have worked together for my good. All of it. You wouldn't be who you are today. That's Exactly. For sure. And I think we go through different things to help us to be able to relate to others. Mm-hmm. And um, kind of rewinding on what you said about um, standing out, you know, feeling like, you know, you weren't invited to parties and different things because of all these external things. Um, and how kids are today. It's like it's it's cool to stand out and be different and be a little weird, but when we were in school, <laughs> oh god, no, that that was not you didn't want to do that, <laughs> right? Like you know, your uniqueness had had a limit, and mm-hmm. um, you didn't want to. You know, nobody was encouraging you to necessarily be you or even love you. I don't recall that being part of the curriculum in school, <laughs> teaching, you know, teaching you how to love you. It's like, look, A, B, C, and you you out. Whereas right. now I think they're trying to teach kids more about their self-esteem and self-worth. 
Yes. But at the same time, a, a lot of them are coming from parents who didn't learn that. So it's kind of hard to teach your kids what you don't know and or practice. Absolutely. And it's, it's funny you say that because that is actually the quote that is on the cover of the book. The quote um, that says, of all the things we were taught, how to love yourself was never one of them. Mm. Um, and it's, it's so true. They, they teach you everything else in the world, but that is one thing that's, that's really taught. And even by our parents, and, and you know why they weren't taught? Because they didn't teach us because they, did, they weren't taught. They, don't, they didn't know what it right. was. They didn't have you know, that discussion. Don't exactly. Worry, don't, you don't want to think too much of yourself. You know, those are things we heard. You know, yes. you don't, don't, you know, be too proud or, you know, like mm-hmm. think too much of yourself or think you all that and everything else. So it was like loving yourself was almost discouraged. Absolutely, absolutely. And, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, and, and for me, even at this point with my son, before he gets out the car every morning, we pray. We make sure we, 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 we do some gratitude. Okay, what are you grateful for today? And the last thing I have him say is that I'm an unlimited being with unlimited potential because I need him to understand that within you, you have the ability to do whatever it is that you want to do in this world. And I would never discourage what it is you want to do. And if you feel you want to dance, you want to be a scientist, you want to do multiple things, I would never discourage that because I love you and I want you to love you and love everything that is within you. That's what I need him to understand. I I love that. And I love that you took what you've learned because I think this is where some people kind of get it mixed up because, they will learn to love their self or do great things or whatever and forget to have those conversations or pass it on to their kids. Mm-hmm. And you have to, you know, start having those discussions. Now, you just have one son, one, yes. one, one child? Yes. Okay. And I'm sorry, y'all know I am partial to, to boys because <laughs> I, I am. I, I, I think it will be a whole different set of things if I had a girl. So I thank God that I have a son. And, um, yes, Lord. <laughs> one, of, one of the things that I've always told him, um, you know, was from, from the womb, you know, that I love you, you you're so smart, you're this, you're that, mm-hmm. and everything else. Um, and you could tell it now that he's, you know, an adult, basically, mm-hmm. um, the way he walks and the way he cares itself and, and different things like that. Um, and it's funny because I started telling him those things when I didn't even believe that about me. Mm. But at least was, you, you put that seed in him, though. Yeah, like I was teaching him how to love him himself long before I even learned how to love me, you mm. know. I'm wow. just going to sit that right there. <laughs> now, wow. do you, as you started to grow into you and, and love yourself, do, did you find that people reacted to you differently? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> um, you know, what's crazy is because most people want you to follow the same path as everybody. Right. And as soon as you decide that, I love myself, and this is the path for my life. Now you're rebellious. Uh, you, you know, it, it, it's, you, you want to go against the grain. You want to change what's always been. Oh, it's just all, uh, it's all kinds of stuff. Um, but the best part of it is that those people that look at it that way, they'll start to slowly, slowly fade off. Right. And you begin to attract your tribe of people that, yeah. that you're supposed to be around. Say it. So, so, yeah, the people, I mean, the people change. The people definitely have changed. And, and it even means family, too. That all changes. Yeah. You know, it, it changes. And now you begin to, like I said, you attract people that honestly, um, and I'll just say this here, you know, like you, you know, attracting you and, and a couple of other women that I met at um, EYC last year, I think that is one of the most 
important and pivotal moments of my life because at that moment I saw, what I saw was that not only can women work together, women, they can be real and work together and uphold each other. And it, it encouraged me to a point that said, you know what? This is what it's about. This is what it is. This is what you've been craving your whole life, a tribe of women that whether or not you see them all the time, whether or not you talk to them all the time, you know that at any point you can reach out to them, and they're going to help you. They're not going to just say, well, figure it out. Right. They're not going to say, you know, you know well, you, you want to be rebellious. You don't want to want to go off on your own path and do it your own way, then you, you're going to have to work on that yourself. That, that's, you know, and so that, like, I, I, I mean, I'll be, and that's the honest truth. That was, like, one of the most pivotal points of my life, mm. one of the very most pivotal points because, like I said, it just helped me see that in loving myself, I can love myself and not have to, and, and, and I, I want to make sure I say this so that it's understood because, let's be honest, a lot of times, especially among women, it's, I don't know, I think some of it is taught to be in competition. Yeah, but it's it's yeah, but it's it's like I can love myself and not have to not have to play play myself down a bit in right. order to to be amongst these women. Right. Everybody's in their own zone in their own place, and nobody had to take a step down from of of less than who they were in order to function. Mm. And and you know, so yeah, the, the people changed, and I, and I'm grateful. Like, that is part of one of the things that I write, and I probably, and, you know, God is probably tired of reading that one. But in my gratitude <laughs> journal, every day, I'm thankful for these women. Even women I haven't met, even women that are in the Define You room. I, when I tell you, I absolutely love, love, love that group. I love it. Anybody listening, listen, go, look, go find it. It is honestly one of the best groups I have. Well, yeah, probably the best group I've been in on Facebook. Because we encur like the encouragement and the love in that room is so real. It's real. Like I don't, you know, you know, there is no animosity. There's no competition. There's it's just supporting each other. It's, it's bouncing ideas. It's it's helping each other grow and groom. Like like Valencia said, it class is always in session. Always. <laughs> <laughs> challenge. <laughs> money challenge. Yes. Oh, my God. And the 18 before 18, I didn't even know we were going to have to do that. Listen, y'all don't even want to know. She threw She threw me into that one. But but it's growth. What happened, wait, what happened was you had an idea posted. I was like, oh, okay, good. That's a good challenge. Okay, do a video and you run it. Right. And, they, and I had, listen, my head, done. we don't care about that. Do the video. I'm like, oh, my God. And then everybody just did videos and scarves, but that's the kind of love it is because it's like, hey, we're not here to try to be cute. We're not here to right. try to, 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 you know, romanticize life for each other. No, we're all go growing. We're all going through struggles. We're all women growing in business and, and in life. Right. And it's just the support. And so, yeah, honestly, the, the people changed, and it changed for the better. I'm yeah. at peace with the people that I choose to have around me. I don't feel that somebody is trying to stab me in the back or somebody's trying to, to bring me down, Right. you know, because if I can be open and honest, mm -hmm. even during the journey of writing, um, I, was, I was around someone that I um, thought, you know, wanted to really help me. And as I took a step back and started paying attention, there were, you know, that, honestly, I believe that was part of the, it, I'll say it's part, it was part of God's plan, but at the same time, on the natural aspect of it, they were the holdup of my book being released. Mm. They were always, well, I don't think it's ready just yet. I know you need to have this done. You should probably get this done. Well, no, you don't need to pay anybody to do that part when you can do this. I'll read through it for you. So it was always something. It's just not ready. Oh, it's not ready. It's not ready. It's not ready. And so in the natural sense, I, it, it was always a holdup, wow. you know. And, and these are the people, you know, you say you trust and stuff. And, and like I said, it's, you grow every day. You grow and you learn. And, and I, I believe everything happens for a reason. So there was a lesson that I got out of that whole situation. Um, but on the spiritual sense, yes, I know that 
everything happens in the right timing. Everything happens when it's supposed to. But at this point, it feels really good to say that it's done. Hmm. You know, and... Amen. (laughs) Hashtag amen. And... You know, and, and not to knock them, but it was done with 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 no help from you. You you know what I'm saying? Like, and 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 where because sometimes people will help you and want to say, well, I, I you would have gotten this had I not done. Say it. And, and I'm sorry. Don't say something similar, but say, say it. Say it. Say and, it. Say it. And, I'm, <laughs> and I'm sorry. The only person or only credit is ever going to be pro- provided here is God. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That that's the way I see that. No, if you're not gonna say that, I'm I'm grateful that God used me as a vessel to help you get it done. Then don't say it at all. Right. That yeah. oh my goodness, that's that's almost like a whole other show. Um, <laughs> and I heard a sermon one time, and I'm not sure if it was John Gray or or I'm pretty sure it was him that said it. And I am paraphrasing because. Y'all know I don't do good with verbatim. I put it in Valencia verbatim. But a lot of times people have to fall off because of the blessing that's coming to you, because of the overflow. So So they have to fall off so they don't get the the benefit of your blessing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and I'm trying to bring it full circle. And also, like that. <laughs> a lot of times they have to fall off and you have to get in what I call a, a lonely place almost or a place where it's just you, just you. So they won't take credit for what God has done. Right. And that's a lot of times that's what people want to do. They want a part of your blessing. They want a part of you because they, they see what's coming. And they want to make sure that they that some of your overflow overflows on them, right? And they want to. A lot of times, people and I've seen it on on Facebook, and I, I hate when people do that. You know, I really don't. Well, today is supposed to be a day of no complaining. If you're in a group, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's, we're word fasting right now, but. It bothers me when people do that, like, oh, I, yes, I'm so glad I helped you do this, this, and this. Like, they want their five minutes of glory. Right. When it's not even about what you did, it's about, you know, what you did for the other person. It's about what that person did and how God helped them get there. So mm-hmm. it's part, part of your journey home was that, and that's probably why the book wasn't finished until that situation was taken care of because it was part of you growing. Mm, no, you know I what? And now, and I received that. Full circle. <laughs> oh, uh-uh. But I, I, trust me, I followed you all the way. You good. I followed all the way. <laughs> Absolutely. I had, I had to realize that. Even in my yeah. own life, um, still learning to, to love me, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, that sometimes it is the people who who say they're with you, and I'm doing my air quotes, that's mm-hmm. actually holding holding you up. Because yes, you want to yes, yes. believe that other people have your best interest when they tell you certain things, like, oh, all mm-hmm. you'll be able to sing is gospel. So, of course, you want to think that person have your best interest in heart. Why, why would they say something to hurt you? Why would they say something to hold you back? You know, and then you have to, when when you figure that part out of people and you learn to trust you, the good, bad, and ugly sides of you, because I have to trust my good, bad, and ugly. You yes, know? you do. I'm stuck yes, with that do. good, bad, and ugly 24 hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and to trust God, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you mentioned that you sing. We know, we know you sing. And, guys, if you are listening, if you Go to, um, if you're connected with Define You Radio, find the episode that Shadon was on because her music plays and it is, I'm telling you, it gives you chills. So with that being <laughs> said, let's talk about music. <laughs> so music, well, like honestly, music is therapy to me. Music um I mean, in, in the book, I even talk about how music is pretty much what saved my life. At that brink of, 
suicide. It was the music that was playing that God could speak to me through that. Um, so, I mean, almost the way I feel is like I owe my life to music. Um, and it just, it's, it's therapeutic. It's my release from the world. Everything I'm feeling, I can put it in words and add music to it. And then I, I can, I can keep moving from there because, you know, I don't, it's just, music is, is, and I, I want to make sure I describe this right. But for me, music is, it's a living entity. Mm. It's, it's living and, and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's unencumbered, it's, it's, Unin- it's uninhibited. It's unencumbered. Like it's it's approachable. Um. And I just I don't know if I could survive if I couldn't sing. To be honest, I don't I don't know <laughs> I don't know how I would feel if, if you don't if, just if sing. You 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 sang. <laughs> and some of y'all will understand the difference between sing and sang. Like that girl could sing. That well, was, I appreciate it. You know, because I've heard you both live. I got the pleasure of, of hearing you sing live. And then, um, of course, your your music on the the, sh- the song Overcome on the show. Um, it's like I love it. And you can you hear the love when you sing. And I think um, regardless of whatever words come out, like music is, is love. And now I yes. sing. Now, whether or not it's good or bad, or I don't know, nor do I care, but I enjoy singing because <laughs> it makes me feel good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, but God knew what he was doing when, when he did not give me the talent or I was not <laughs> gifted to sing because it will be a whole – I. The Find You Radio would be Valencia singing for an hour, basically. Lord have mercy. Yes. God knew what he was doing because I wouldn't know how to act. Lord have mercy. (laughs) (laughs) She fly. Hashtag she fly. I I love it. And if you guys know fly stands for finally loving yourself, so it makes sense. She fly. Yes. I just wanted to throw that out there in a random moment. Yes. Shannon, I have, and I don't know whether to call you Shannon or, or Shadon on the on the show because we do have a personal relationship. I just, you know. You call me whatever, whatever, whatever flows for you. Hashtag amen. Amen. <laughs> I have, I could honestly say I have watched you grow since I've known you and I, we met what like, that was last just last year, right? Mm-hmm. Just last year we I met think June and I May June and I have yeah around, yeah because it was the summer, um, and I have watched you grow, and I don't know I can't really put it in words or um, really describe what I've mm-hmm. seen. I've just you know like you just see see the growth you know like right. I don't know how to how to explain it, and I'm very proud to, you know, be friends with you, and of course have you on on the show, and have someone in my life that could sing. So, um, <laughs> what what when you look at ten years from now? Mm. I know, huh? I I throw it out there. Yes, you threw that one out there. Okay. Where do you see yourself? Ten years from now, like what does that that vision, that vision board, what does life look like for Shannon in the year twenty twenty eight? Oh Lord, twenty twenty eight. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. Oh Lord, multiple awards won for everything possible. Uh, of course, singing. You know, that's definitely gracing the stage of the Essence Fest. Uh, um, multiple award shows. Um, possibly a couple more books under my belt, possibly. I do know that there's another one this year. Um, so that's definitely something I plan on keep doing with that. Uh, let's see. Yay. Well, now, you know, now in the group I did share my vision journal. 
Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of things in that that, of course, definitely working on that. Uh, the uh, I'm actually working on a e-magazine. Love it. So that's some things in the works. Uh, just honestly living this God-filled life. That's really honestly whatever in whatever direction God has. Because, you know, they say if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. Right. <laughs> so I have plans. I have plans. Statement. It really is. I, I have plans, and they may come, a, a lot of them may come the way that I think they should, but I believe the way things are flowing now that I'm just open to have a God that's going to do it. Well, so whatever I, this God-filled life looks like. You you brought a, 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 about a, another question then. Ten oh years Lord. ago. 2008. Okay. Could you have visioned your life what it is today? No. Do you no. remember what the plans were for your life 10 years ago? It was 2008. I um, just had my son. Mm-hmm. So at that point, it was um, I was looking at my family, my son, his father would get married. That was that was the plan. I was actually singing with three of my brothers, so it was, yes, the group is going to do this. You know, we're going to travel. It was more of the group as far as the singing. There was no thought of a book. There was no thought of um, helping people with anything else outside of the singing. There was just the singing was just it. Singing and having a family was all that the thought was back in 2008. Have you looked at your growth and who you are today and, like, kind of be in awe with, with what you've done and who you are today? Because you did it for 10, 10 years ago. Absolutely, I am. This is why I say I, I celebrate all small victories. Uh, actually, I think the last Sunday I just sat and I really ran through a lot of that and I just cried. I sat and cried, and it wasn't a sad cry. It wasn't a cry of defeat. It was a cry simply of thanksgiving. Mm. It was, and then every time, every time something else would come to mind of where I was and where I am, I mean, it just got ugly. I mean, it was one of the, you know, Viola Davis ugly cries. <laughs> it, just, <laughs> it was not a pretty cry. There was nothing to be, you know, cute about. It was, and all I could just keep saying was, God, thank you. God, thank you. Thank you. And there was, and even as I think about it now, I've got to try to pull myself back because as I think about it, it's just how can you go through this life and not see some of the changes in your life right. for the better and just not be overwhelmed with gratitude? Mm. I, I think we should all take a moment and, and look at that because, if I look at two two thousand eight, I was like a whole. I barely recognized that person. Hmm. But the one thing I could say in two thousand eight, I was like, okay, Cameron, you know, my son will be grown. He'll be out to school or whatever else. I'm going to right. sit on the couch and watch cartoons and eat bluebell ice cream and just get, you know, just get fat and enjoy ice cream. I had gotcha. no no direction. Um, and then, so we're talking about roughly about 10, 10 years ago. 10 years ago, I think I was just waking up to life. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, that, had, that was about 10, 10 years ago. But if we wow. go back 11 years ago or 12 years ago, but 10 years ago, I was waking up to life, and that that's a funny feeling in itself when you realize that you spent a whole lot of time not even living, just breathing. Yes, just existing. I'm I'm just here. You know? Oh, yes. How do you stay motivated? Um, I, this may just sound crazy, <laughs> and <laughs> but there really, for me, there really is no trick to it. There's no... Nothing special I do, um, but what I believe motivates me, keeps me going, is my desire to help somebody else. Mm. I'm, a, I'm an avid believer that I learned to, to teach. 
you don't learn to keep it to yourself. You don't learn to just say, well, I've, you know, I've gotten this knowledge and, you know, I'm, I'm arrived and whatever. But you learn to teach somebody else. I can't hold on to this knowledge because it's not mine to hold on to. Mm. So that's what motivates me. Everything I learn, I'm excited to share with somebody else. I'm excited to open that up. So that that's my motivation, simply helping somebody. Because you know what? The thing is, there were people that helped me, and I appreciate it. There are people still helping me. And so in that, I want to be that for somebody else. Mm. So it, it's nothing special, but it's just that, that burning desire. To, I want to help somebody. I love that. I love that. What, as we, you know, move to wrap up this wonderful interview, and we could go on forever, and class is always in session. Always. (laughs) (laughs) What is the one tip you could leave with the audience who's struggling with loving who who they are? Because that's a a struggle, especially for women, and I know men deal with it probably in some way, shape, or form. But loving who we are, that's almost harder than childbirth. Yeah, you, you, oh, my God, you're right about that. (laughs) (laughs) You are definitely right about that. Uh, If I had to give one tip, the one tip I would start with is, and, I mean, I've, I've said it before, in our last interview, but I'll continue to say this, is to look yourself in the face and apologize. That's the biggest thing for me ever in life, apologizing to me. That is That will break so many chains and bounds on your life that you have no idea. You have no idea. Um, <laughs> Because, you know, in order to forgive people, sometimes you get that apology, sometimes you don't. Right. And and forgiveness is huge. It's huge in healing of, of a lot of things because what happens is we hold on to stuff and we keep going with it. And, and sometimes you even, I've known people that have been mad at people for years and don't even remember why you're mad at them anymore. Hashtag amen. I've been you know, they, but we're going to continue <laughs> with the interview. <laughs> Because <laughs> they don't know why they're mad. Mm-hmm. And, and, and my, you know, I said, well, if you don't know why you're mad, then, you know, then just forgive them and keep it moving. Well, no, because I need to remember. No. But how about you forgive yourself? Apologize to you for being so petty about this situation. Mm. You know, apolog- listen, still today, there might have been something today that I've done. Matter of fact, Today, I'll, I'll go ahead and be, because uh, transparency, I believe, is definitely needed in this world that we live in. So today, now I know, I know, especially with working out and stuff, I know I need to eat enough, but I really haven't today, and I really haven't felt like it. Right. And although it's something small, and somebody must say, well, that's not even important, it's important, because in loving myself, I have to make sure that I'm providing my body that needs to carry this temple, that needs to carry, this is the temple that my spirit, my soul dwells in. Right. And I can't allow it to 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 live in, in a in a tainted or unclean or unhealthy house. Mm-hmm. You're saying when you clean your personal house and keep that clean and, and you want it to smell good, you've got to think about your body the same way. I want my soul to dwell in a house that's clean and healthy and, and getting the right stuff. So, yeah, I need to apologize to myself for not feeding it enough today. It's, I didn't give you the nutrients you need. I didn't give you the, 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 you know, the vitamins and minerals you needed today. I apologize for that. I'm going to do better tomorrow. It's simple, and it's, it's, you, you may think it means nothing, but I promise at the end you'll understand it a lot better because now you'll begin to appreciate who you are when you can apologize to yourself. Because if you think about it, even if somebody comes and apologizes, they were wrong to you and they apologize. For me, I say, you know what, I, have res- I respect them more right. because they were able to get past their own whatever issues to come and apologize to me. So it's a form of respect to yourself. I respect me more because I was able to be truthful with me. Mm. You know, I guess so me, me and my body needs to have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all part of loving yourself, and I tell people this all the time. It's a, it's a mental, it's a physical, it's a, it's a emotional and spiritual journey. You cannot grow one spot and not in the other. 
it, it just doesn't happen. It's not to say as a whole, I love myself. It it couldn't happen. And I mean, I'm not telling anybody this because this is what a book says or something. No, this is what I lived. No, the physical piece didn't come until later on, but it, it started out spiritual. It started out with my mental. It started out with the emo- then it was emotional. These things had to happen before I could get to the physical part of me. Right. Because, you know, I mean, even the Bible tells you about cleaning a glass. Right. And how can you clean the inside and the outside still? I mean, it doesn't make a, it doesn't make a difference. I can't clean outside and leave the inside nasty. It doesn't happen. They all it all has to be together. So yeah, I'm gonna start with the inside, and 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 once you start to respect yourself, now you can start to see everything else you need to see about you and how to make it better, how to make life worthwhile for you. Hashtag 2018 goals. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Absolutely. Because I'll say this, and, and people listening can can definitely relate to getting too busy to where you, you don't eat or you don't eat right, or I'm just, I don't crave stuff that's good for me, but I make sure that I eat and, and, and cook and that kind of stuff, but I live for fast food Friday. <laughs> I love, yes, buddy, I love you enough to get some Zaxby's. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Y'all, I'm working on it. I'm work because I'm going to have to do better with this Team K training. I can't, you know, that's a whole mm, other show. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have to do a show on uh, definitely on, on eating, how you're supposed to uh you know, taking care of your temple and my oh, yeah. 10K training because today was day one and it was, mm. oh, baby. Yeah. that part. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, as, as usual, I thoroughly, and you, you just, you're so sunshiny. It's, it's no other word for oh. it. <laughs> well, I try um, to be. <laughs> I just made up a whole word, and it is yours. It belongs to you. Sunshine. I take it. Sunshiny. Okay. <laughs> so, if the audience, how can they find the book, the music, how can they connect with you, all of those things? Why don't you go ahead and drop that information? Yes, ma'am. So the book will be uh, available for release on February 3rd. You can get it through Amazon, Kindle, um, as well if you want to get it, a personal signed copy from me. Um, you can definitely hit me up on Facebook. Um, um, there's Shannon Shadon Ward on Facebook, and we can definitely get that done. Um, music, you can um, get that through iBoogie that is available for download that way, or as well if you'd like a CD directly signed from me. You can hit me up on Facebook as well for that. Yay. And all of her information <laughs> will be posted on, um, sound like I'm losing my voice. That's just crazy weather. I'm it in Louisiana, guys. It's, we've been hitting 30s and 20s, and I just, I'm ready to move further south. I'm not built for weather that's younger than me. Oh, I have Lord. to throw that. That's pretty much what I have. Did you say so, weather younger than you? Weather, if it's younger than me, I can't, I can't do it. I, can't. I like that. I like that, though. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you so much for being on. I look forward to, to having you on again, and we definitely have to plan a show where you um, can teach us and give us some tips with how to treat our bodies better and, and ourselves better. Cause to me, I don't think you could ever learn too much in the ways of that. Because I, I know how to eat right. I just don't. Yeah. And most of us do. We just okay. choose not to. Yeah. I just, that's my moment of transparency. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there with that. Um, I would say welcome to the Define You Radio family, but you've been part of the family. You are Define You Radio alum. So, yes, um, that's what I have to say. Guys, make sure you connect with Shannon. Her information will be posted on the Define You Radio's Facebook page and also on anywhere you find the show, you'll be able to connect with her. That's pretty much what I have to say. Mark your calendars for February 3rd. Her book, Fly My Journey Home, will release 
So you guys got to make sure you get it. Yay, I'm excited. I'm excited and can't wait to read it and get all up in your business and be like, oh, let me call Shannon, you know. But um, (laughs) I'm I'm excited to learn more about your journey because you are a wonderful person, and I feel like my life has been blessed knowing you. So I'll thank you. That's my gushy moment. We don't get too many on the show. That's my my sweet moment, my syrup. Oh, Lord. (laughs) <laughs> with, that, with that being said kings and queens pens and papers down class is officially over until next time remember your past doesn't define you it gives you definition and it's up to you what you do with that have a great night thanks for listening to define you radio Make sure you connect with the show at www.defineuradio.com. Pens and papers down. Class dismissed. <laughs>